Hey guys, it's Brandon Lewis here with the 10 Con Big 7 Weekend Update where we bring you the 7 stories that the mainstream media hopes you never discover and that the Rhino leadership hopes that you do not dig in and do your due diligence to determine whether or not they are following the promises of their campaigns. This is Brandon Lewis and I am the most hated man in Tennessee journalism because I bring a white hot sword of truth. We are not here. We are not here to regurgitate the lies of the corporate paymasters. We are not Democrats masquerading uh, as journalists as we try to uh, subvert and influence elections on behalf of those corporate paymasters. No, we are bringing you news that we know conservatives care about and that follow uh, this radical right-wing agenda which is basically what most Republicans thought about five minutes ago. Let's get into the stories. Giles County parents live in fear as would-be shooter allowed to return back to the classroom. ACLU and gay groups sue Tennessee for law that imposes increased penalties for HIV-positive prostitutes. There's a colorful nugget. RuPaul's Night of the Living Drag Show performed at the Grand Ole Opry and other venues in Tennessee with no age restriction on attendance. I bet Roy Acuff, Hank Williams, Little Jimmy Dickens, and everybody else are like, you know what we need more of in country music? We need men in panties uh, shaking their nether regions at children. That, that is good old family entertainment. Uh, Broadcast that across the AM uh, airwaves broad and wide. Tennessee City banned from enforcing common sense ordinances protecting children. Knoxville cops deputized to act on behalf of ICE, but they don't want to talk about it. I wonder why. Filing of foreign land sale in Loudoun County prompts investigation. And finally, Knoxville man found guilty of aiding ISIS right here in the Volunteer State. First, if you have not yet gone to Tennessee Conservative News and hit the subscribe button so that you can get our wonderful newsletter that is put together by Jason Vaughn each and every weekday, and it comes at 11.30 a.m. or thereabouts to keep you more informed than 99.99% of Republican primary voters in the state of Tennessee. If you care about what goes on in your state and local government, if you care about Tennessee being one of the last bastions for freedom in the world and in the United States of America, you must go there. You can also text NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 423-205-5600. And if you give one single solitary uh, minuscule rip about conservative journalism marching on in Tennessee as we are the only outlet that does it, I do strongly suggest and encourage you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and give till it hurts. And you can also mail your uh, donations uh, to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. I am going to try to set a land speed record on this, so you better hang on. I'm trying to get out the door to the Choices Banquet uh, here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which means uh, I've got to take a shower, shave, and uh, fit myself into a uh, boys-sized suit so that I can get out and uh, eat some uh, chicken and other sides with other folks that want to protect sanctity uh, of life here in Tennessee. Uh, Do go and follow us on Twitter, Gab, Getter, Truth, and MeWe. Anywhere else, uh, the communist Gestapo has not turned us down or off or sent us many, many uh, notices that we are being penalized for telling the truth. First story, Giles County parents live in fear as would-be school shooter allowed back in classroom. 
Giles County parents are living in a daily nightmare as a boy who threatened to shoot up his middle school last year has been allowed back in the classroom with students who testified against him in court. No hard feelings. When ninth graders showed up at Giles County uh, High School for the first day of school, they found that the boy who had been arrested 16 months prior for threats of violence against the middle school was once again part of the student body. Students who had testified against that boy say that he made a list of students he wanted to kill, had a specific date in mind, and had practiced how he was going to carry out the crime. With the boy's appearance at the rural county's uh, high school, along with these students, they believe he has even more reason to follow through with his plan. To make matters worse, the boy is previously charged with five counts of threats of mass violence on school property and one count of harassment, and has since been involved in a violent episode where he punched another student. In a bizarre turn of events which we're dealing with public schools here, so is there any other kind? When parents spoke to the school district over their concerns with the situation, they were told that the blame fell at the feet of Republicans in the majority state legislatures. The Republican majority, rather, in the legislature. Many parents have chosen to pull their children out of school rather than have them become victims of retaliation, frankly, probably in their best interest anyway. School districts already have a system for dealing with students who threaten mass violence. Charles County Public Schools chose not to use the tools at their disposal, which is why week after week we get to bring you these uh, horrific stories of how the government fails at something that is very complicated and is likely uh, much better left to churches, nonprofits, and private institutions. Next story, ACLU and gay groups sue Tennessee for law that imposes increased penalties for HIV-positive prostitutes. Since 1991, Tennessee law has stated that a person who knowingly has HIV and, quote, engages in sexual activity as a business or is in an intimate uh, in a house of prostitution or loiters in a public place for the purpose of being hired uh, to engage in sexual activity would be charged with aggravated uh, prostitution. While prostitution and soliciting a prostitute are illegal in Tennessee, generally resulting in a misdemeanor uh, penalty, the aggravated prostitution law carries heavier penalties, including jail time and being registered as a violent sex offender for life. The ACLU, Tennessee ACLU, and the Transgender Law Center have now filed a federal lawsuit claiming that the aggravated prostitution law is unconstitutional due in part to the fact that, quote, HIV is recognized as a disability, uh, disability protected under the Americans with Disability Act. Now, If, if a behavior that results in a disease or an injury is a disability, then every inconvenience, slight, or uh, otherwise bad thing that you do through your decision-making, uh, sometimes intentional or otherwise, uh, it could be characterized as a disease as well. But the problem is, once you know that you have the disease, I suppose... Uh, you have some kind of onus to make sure that you don't spread it around. It's amazing we have to pass laws like this at all. On with the story, the lawsuit was filed in Memphis on behalf of four, quote, Jane Doe's and out Memphis. According to the lawsuit, HIV is no longer the health concern it used to be. No big deal. No sweat off my nose. Just a little HIV. <laughs> and can be prevented from the spreading and uh, well-treated when contracted. It indicates that the uh, penalties are disproportionate to the crime and is criminalizing people based on their HIV status. The argument is made that those engaging in prostitution will not seek HIV testing and subsequent treatment so as not to be held responsible for aggravated prostitution. I will tell you this. As a small business owner, 
There is a host of things that I'm personally responsible to do, and I can't just show up and say, well, I forgot to do those. I didn't know those. I don't want to suffer any consequences or penalties. You're in business, right? So if you're going to go into the prostitution business, you better get a prostitution coach and do that HIV testing. I don't know of one. There is probably one out there. A Tennessee ACLU staff attorney, attorney Jeff Preptit, that's what it says here, Jeff Preptit, that is an unfortunate name, says that Tennessee monies would be better spent on research and intervention in what he calls the HIV epidemic. So while the lawsuit claims that HIV is not nearly as concerning as it used to be, the lawyer on the case calls HIV an epidemic. You cannot have it both ways, Mr. Preptit. Come on. Next story. Next story. RuPaul's. Night of the Living Drag Show performed at the Grand Ole Opry and other venues in Tennessee with no age restriction on attendance. I wonder when the Grand Ole Opry is going to induct uh, RuPaul as a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I'm sure it's coming right down the pike. I don't know what he what instrument uh, RuPaul plays. Uh, maybe a rusty trombone. I'm not sure. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, on to the story. Last week, performances of RuPaul's Not of the Living Drag Halloween-themed drag show were performed in Nashville, Knoxville, and Chattanooga. And this week in Memphis, the drag show took uh, place in venues that do not have any age restrictions, and the production company producing the show did not include an age restriction on the ticket sales. It is so funny that we passed these laws, and Republicans slapped themselves on the back, and yet when it comes time to enforce any of them, can't find them anywhere. Once the headline's been grabbed, the implementation is usually not present. One of the venues for the show was a Tennessee icon known for family-friendly and all-around wholesome world-class entertainment, the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville. The show uh, content is very sexual in nature, I'd say almost exclusively sexual in nature, with representatives, uh, representations rather of nudity, BDSM, cannibalism, violence, and various sex acts. The issues around the legality of drag performances in Tennessee have been muddied by recent lawsuits in two counties, which have resulted in injunctions from both Shelby and Blount counties. AG Scrimetti has advised all other counties, despite rulings in the 6th District, the law is effective in all other 93 counties. He has also advised law enforcement that violations of what is being called the Adult Entertainment Act is still considered breaking the law. However, due to the two lawsuits currently in litigation, no law enforcement or any uh, uh, in any of the other 93 counties will attempt to enforce the law until the Sixth, court, uh, Sixth Circuit Court decides on whether the new law in Tennessee is in fact inherently unconstitutional and would then be completely set aside. Now, there's a problem here with this and other things. We have this thing called separate branches of government going on. And I know that Republicans forget about it, right? Uh, especially during the pandemic. They forgot that we had a legislative branch and a judicial branch, and they thought for, for some reason because everybody was catching a really bad cold that had uh, health implications that they should no longer represent uh, any of their constituents as a separate branch of the government in the General Assembly as uh, everyone was tortured uh, throughout that period of time. Here's the issue. If you passed a law as a separate branch of government, you don't wait until another branch tells you that it's okay. It rests upon your shoulders to uh, implement laws and then to make sure that those laws to the executive branch are enforced. We cannot exclusively and only be told what is and isn't the rule of law by unelected, in many cases, judges. 
and we need our uh, Republicans to step it up. And during the interim, we need to be working on these things uh, so that we can protect kids and common decency inside the state of Tennessee. Now listen, if you care deeply, deeply about what's going on in Tennessee, and if you're listening to this podcast and or watching this video, I know you do. Uh, You're in the thin red line of conservatives that actually care about freedom and other issues in the state of Tennessee. Uh, Check out my buddy Steve Abramowitz at the Mill Creek View Podcast Tennessee on the free speech platform like Rumble and iTunes and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast and or like to view things. Steve's CEO special is a series focused on great American business owners doing good business and is now available uh, entirely on its own on whatever platform you'd like to listen to podcasts. Steve also recently interviewed musician uh, Alan Shacklock, 59-year-old football player Mike Flint, and friend of the Tennessee conservative Mark Pulliam, who discusses the TRP bylaws, which are a, are, are a very uh, are a very moving target. Moving target, depending on how conservative you are and whether or not you're running against an incumbent or not. Uh, open primaries, bona fide status, and other topics of interest to Tennessee conservatives. Um, I'm going to go try to hurry over there and listen to that one. I was on uh, Steve's podcast last week, too. If you want to check that out, if you can't get enough of Brandon, and who can, then you can check in to uh, Steve's podcast, and you will love it. Uh, and if you're interested in getting caught up in Washington State, Mill Creek View has a podcast hosted by Vincent Cavallari. What a good name. Go check out my friend Steve. Mill Creek View, Tennessee podcast. Next story. Tennessee City banned from enforcing common sense ordinances protecting children. U.S. District Court Judge Waverly Crenshaw Jr. made the decision on Friday to temporarily block the uh, uh, Murfreesboro ordinance related to, quote, community decency standards during the upcoming Borough Pride Festival scheduled to take place this weekend. Crenshaw's order will potentially expose children to more sexualized content during this year's festival. The city took action to update the standards in order to, quote, assist in the determination of conduct, materials, and events that may be judged as obscene or harmful to minors after videos from last year's festival also reviewed by the city manager, Craig Tindall, somebody that actually stands up for kids uh, and cares about it, unlike uh, Judge Waverly Crenshaw Jr., who apparently wants uh, little kids uh, to see men's uh, junk and panties waved in front of their face, which is generally what all of these pride parades devolve into. Why don't they go try to do this at senior citizens' places? Like, why, why do all the drag queens only want to be in front of kids? If you can't grow them, groom them. I suppose that is the direction that we're going in. In October of 2022, letter uh, to the Tennessee uh, Equality Project Foundation, responsible for organizing Borough Pride since 2016, Tyndall said that the festival being promoted as family-friendly and the permit application stated that the event was appropriate for all ages was misleading and that the application contained material uh, misrepresentation. Tyndall banned this organization from further use of city property last year, saying the portion of the event in question, quote, contained conduct and speech of an explicitly sexual nature, which almost all of these events do. There, there's not a whole lot that, that's not pretty randy at these things violated not only Murfreesboro City Code, but also Tennessee law. Earlier this year, the American Civil Liberties Union of Tennessee filed a lawsuit on behalf of TEPF alleging that the city's ordinance violates the First Amendment rights and discriminates against those who identify as being gay. Next story. Knox cops deputized to act on behalf 
uh, behalf rather of ICE, but they don't want to talk about it. The Knotts County Sheriff's Office continues to refuse to release records pertaining to their participation in a program geared toward immigration enforcement despite a judge's order to do so. The department was ordered to release the records when University of Tennessee at Knoxville professor uh, Megan Conley won a records request case four years ago. Conley was researching the federal 287G immigration enforcement program. When she finally received documents from the department, the information pertaining to the program was missing. That's the old saying, uh, delay, deny, and defend. <laughs> when the public asked you for accountability. After her original request in 2017, Knotts County officials said under oath that the requested documents did not exist. Those documents include communication from federal authorities to former Shimmy, uh, or Sheriff Jimmy J.J. Jones. However, it has since been discovered that those documents do not, in fact, do, rather, in fact, exist. Now, would your government lie to you? Would your law enforcement agencies lie to you? Would your Republicans and leadership lie to you? Of course not, until they do, which is often when the lips are moving. Knotts County became one of only 62 local law enforcement agencies in the country to participate in the 287G program in 2017. The program deputizes officers in order to allow them to act on behalf of immigration and customs enforcement, giving them the power to interrogate individuals who are suspected of lying about immigration status. We don't even do any of this anymore. This is, this is ancient history. We just open up the border and let anybody come in, and they can stay as long as they like with no penalties. Unless they are a, a German homeschooling family, of course. And we've got to get rid of those people. In exchange, the federal government provides the agency with funding and trainings. Interestingly, Tennessee state-level legislation that would have allowed local law enforcement to enforce the federal law and arrest anyone transporting, harboring, or facilitating the transport of illegal aliens into Tennessee failed in the Senate Judiciary Committee after former Republican Chairman Mike Bell and Senators Todd Gardenhire and John Stevens voted against it in 2022. So if you want to know why we continue to have this influx of illegal immigrants into Tennessee and then why Republican leadership won't do any thing about it, you can look no further than Todd Gardenhire and John Stevens, two of the biggest illegal immigration sympathizers in Tennessee government. Maybe they'll change their mind this session around and finally do their job. Guys, listen. This is a tough job. It is thankless, and no one else is going to do it if I don't. So that's why I need you to get off your keister and put your money in your mouth uh, or your money in your mouth, and put your money in your time where your mouth is. We can't just be keyboard warriors. That is a complete waste of time, and it does not really help anyone, but we are reaching more and more conservatives and bringing them into the know about what their government's actually doing so that we can get conservative legislation uh, across the finish line and get conservative candidates in office because we simply inform people about the records of the individuals uh, as they try to legislate, uh, dictate, uh, and, and typically destroy <laughs> much of what is good uh, and refuse to uh, repair any of the problems so that we can get some better folks in there. If you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, and if you give any amount, we will send you this Don't California, my Tennessee bumper sticker. We will send you this Stop Feeding the Rhinos bumper sticker, and we will send you this directory of mainly 
lukewarm Southern Democrats that also identify as Republicans so that you can contact them when they try to, oh, say, give illegal aliens uh, professional licenses, which they've already done, uh, or uh, to make them police officers, which they tried to do last year, or uh, killed any and all bills associated with trying to stop uh, this massive epidemic that we have uh, of poor education and illegal immigration in the state of Tennessee. And if you get $50 or more, uh, or a $10 recurring donation or more, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler, and it is made uh, from the melted-down metal uh, of what the Biden administration is taking off of the southern border as they try to uh, destroy border fencing to make it easier for both terrorists, drug dealers, uh, rapists, thieves, and other folks that are just economic opportunists uh, to come into our country illegally while those who are trying to go through the system properly uh, waste away without any opportunities uh, because we are, quote-unquote, a nation of laws, and no one is above the law. We hear the Democrats say that all the time. And we'll also send you this proud Tennessee conservative koozie, which you can do. Um, no wrong with. It will keep all your beverages at exactly the same temperature that you uh, originally had them at when you put them in there, and often for several years at a time with no change in degree temperature. Uh, your mileage may vary. Brandon Lewis here asking you, please donate to the Tennessee Conservative News. Uh, we need help. Uh, so many people consume our content, but they do not donate, and those are the same folks uh, that are to blame for why nothing really changes in our country, because if conservative Christians do not get off the couch and do not get engaged both financially and with their time in mechanisms and methods that work, we ain't going to get nowhere. We're just managing the decline. Next story. Filing of foreign land sale in Loudoun County prompts investigation. Local and state officials are investigating some unusual restrictions concerning the sale of almost 400 acres of property in Loudoun County to 125 Chinese, quote, tenants in common. In October 2022, the prime agricultural real estate in the Hotchkiss Valley was purchased in five parcels as an investment opportunity by Walton, Tennessee, LLC, based out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Walton ended up listing the newly acquired uh, Loudoun property and over 1,000, quote, uh, undivided interest shares for approximately $10,000 each. The sale was not officially filed until uh, August 8, 2023, when the Loudoun County Register of Deeds Office received 125 deeds associated with the property, and it has been reported that all buyers are Chinese. We don't need communists buying land in Tennessee. Although there are probably quite a few legislators that are one way or another, either politically or otherwise, on the Chinese payroll. The list of covenants, conditions, and restrictions filed on the land last year has begun to raise concern. The CCR indicates that the shares cannot be transferred to a U.S. Uh, citizen, but it doesn't stop there. The CCR further declares that the restrictions remain in place until, quote, 21 years after the last current living descendants of former <laughs> President George W. Bush have passed away. Quote, my concern has to do with communist China, a country that wants to destroy us, stated District 5 County Commissioner Van Shaver. Sounds like a person that's got his head on straight. Earlier this year, the Tennessee General Assembly put a new law in place restricting foreign ownership of property in the state. However, the law does not retroactive for property sales that took place before July 1st, 2023. Representative Monty France and Lowell Russell have said that uh, if this new law is not applicable to the situation in Loudoun County, they will consider working to strengthen the law. 
I would, I would count on money to do something like that. Some constituents have stated that they'd like to see something resembling the work of Arkansas State Legislature and Governor Sarah Huckabee, who are currently enforcing a new bill to make it null and void a Chinese property purchase in Arkansas. The, the Chinese really shouldn't own land that close to Oak Ridge, said Representative Russell, and I agree. Last story. The trial for a Tennessee man accused of attempting to provide assistance to ISIS has ended with the jury returning a guilty verdict. Knoxville resident Benjamin Carpenter, who is also known by the alias Abu Hamza, was convicted of attempting to give material support to an organization that had been designated as a foreign terrorist organization. Social media messages were submitted by investigators to be placed on the court record. Those messages included one that showed Carpenter disseminating the U.S. Army Munitions Handbook through a messaging group. He also provided a review of the book stating, quote, this book contains more info than you would ever think and should be legal to buy on Amazon. Prosecutors also stated that Carpenter served as leader of Hot Luit, Talwid Publications and published uh, weekly pro-ISIS information under the title From Dabik to Rome. He also assisted with translation of ISIS video into English. Investigators also quoted ISIS teachings that stated that the media was, quote, no less important uh, than engaging its battle and that, quote, the power of words is sharper than atomic bombs. Prosecutors noted that the publications glorified suicide bombings, praised the death of American soldiers, and called for a war against the U.S. Sounds like what Hamas is more or less doing. And the liberals and the brain-dead and brainwashed youth on college campuses all across America are supporting it. These are the times in which we live. What am I doing this weekend? Well, it's not quite the weekend, but I am about to hop off of here quickly. And I'm going to go to a Choices Banquet, uh, which is an organization that helps uh, ladies who discover that they are pregnant uh, find all the ways that they can navigate uh, that unexpected pregnancy uh, that includes um, making sure that the child has the best possible life and that those options do not include killing it. Uh, and there are other organizations that, that is about the only option they want to put on the table, and they call it reproductive health, which, as we know, as Christians, and we read in Scripture uh, that we are knitted together in the womb and that God knew our name before we were born and that He counts every hair on our head. He's having to count a lot less these days with Mr. Lewis. Now, if he counts the other hairs, there may be more because they're all going south, right? It mainly, I think they're all going south for the winter to, to my ears and my nose. Uh, but nonetheless, so I'm going there, and um, then tomorrow I've got to do some work, but I'm going to meet up with some old uh, fraternity brothers, some old, some, some young, some new, um, for a lunch. I've got some work to do in my office off the hill here. And this weekend, it is my intention... It is going to be the last warm weekend, I think, that we're going to get. I'm going to try to haul my kiddos down to the pool at the gym and enjoy one last fling with summer uh, before everything get, gets cold around here. I think it's going to be up to 80 degrees here in Chattanooga if the weather holds. So I'm excited about that. We are going to a Halloween party where the missus and I are, are uh, dressing up as Dolly Parton, and I'm going to be Kenny Rogers, which I don't think I'm going to pull off very well, but I'm going to do my best. 
<laughs> and then uh, we'll probably have to go to church early on Sunday and then sojourn to the pool. And uh, I'll have to work on Saturday leading up to that party because uh, Brandon's got a lot to do. I'm in my busy season with my painting business, which is one reason uh, I have to kind of shy away from my volunteer role, uh, which is all this is here at the Tennessee Conservative uh, during the winter months because that's when I make my money and I have to shift my focus. So I have been working at this job now absolutely for free for three years now. So if you can help me uh, do a better job by gathering the resources we need to reach the conservatives we need, I would appreciate it. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Hit that button. Give until it hurts. Mail in your folding money to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. The only reason, I'm telling you guys, the only reason I can tell you the unvarnished truth without reservation is because I don't worry about losing money because I don't make any doing this to begin with. And I don't have to worry about Johnson & Johnson or Pfizer or Moderna or Coca-Cola or Woke Ford Motor Company or anybody else calling me up and saying, yeah, you know, I really don't want you to support that or report that story about how we're fleecing the public and using uh, the legislature uh, to sell our products and services and to uh, abscond with tax money because that reflects on us poorly. Uh, we'd have to fire you as talent. Uh, we would have to... Uh, say very strongly that if if you didn't uh walk the company line that we would uh, withdraw our advertising dollars because we are 100 percent grassroots supported i can tell the truth because we are a, a for-profit organization trying our very best to inform you uh in one of the oldest enterprises uh the free press in the united states of america i have uh freedoms to do things that virtually no other publication in the state of Tennessee has. And so if you want me to continue to be able to do that, the lifeblood of this organization is the finances. So please make a recurring donation today. You will sleep better knowing that you helped keep Tennessee free. Love you guys. Mean it. I will talk to you next week in the TenCon Big 7 Weekend Update. This is Brandon Lewis saying bye-bye for now. <laughs>